Welcome to the January 28th pre-Super Bowl edition of PFF Forecast. This is also the post-championship game edition. Uh, we're not going to spend an entire 60 minutes reliving the bad decisions of Dan Campbell on uh, the goal line and Josh Reynolds' inability to catch passes. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to move on to the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about uh, Niners and Chiefs. We're going to guess those lines and uh, talk about what we think is going to happen. Let's rock. If you had told me uh, that Miko Hardman had lost someone in the game today, <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, Josh Reynolds, we, we would have talked about that. Josh Reynolds is no Miko Hardman, so uh, I don't think we can we can get into it. For once, uh, drops uh, are not the Chiefs receivers' fault. Um, they sail in. That was a um, really anticlimactic game. Uh, the Chiefs scored zero points in the second half. Um, what did the, the uh, Ravens had three. Um, Chiefs were in control the entire game. And then uh, the Niners come back with a, a few uh, little help from their friends. Uh, as we head into the Super Bowl now, a rematch from a few years ago, um, what is your guys' kind of biggest uh, thing that's most on your mind as we head into this match? We'll guess the lines here in a second. But just like immediate reaction as you're thinking about what's going to play out in a couple of weeks, Brad. Yeah, I think it would probably be like we talked about how the Chiefs offense wasn't as good and the defense was very good. Um, and I don't think we just talked about it in so far as there were clear warts in the rest of the AFC teams. You, I guess you were kind of saying like we thought the AFC was going to be elite and it actually stinks. I don't know if it stinks, but like, you know, it was not as electric as we thought it was going to be. Um, you know, so, so I think that's the thing for me. Like you said, the, the Ravens scored three points in the second half down. Todd Munkin was great all year. I'm not really sure what, what the what the game plan was for that game specifically. But anyway, looking forward, I think we're going to get a shootout. The Niners defense has fallen off the last two months, and I think this is going to be like a high-octane, high-scoring, pretty electric game. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway is like four years ago, I think these teams and how they got to the Super Bowl were very different, and I think they've kind of shed – some of these the snake skins that have held them back in the past. I think in the past we've seen Chiefs defenses have not been able to hold their own in against elite offenses in the playoffs or against elite quarterbacks. Uh, that's you know how you know kept them out against uh, when they faced Brady in eighteen, when they faced Burrow in twenty two, and then this year I mean they really leaned on the back of their defense, especially in this conference championship game. Mahomes I think had zero, the Chiefs scored zero second half points, and yet they still won. In the past, you know, Shanahan wouldn't have been able to win these games when when coming into the second half with that big of a deficit. And they really turned it around. I mean, props to Brock Purdy. I mean, that was almost as – that was a pretty impressive second-half performance minus that one random Brian, Brandon Ayuk throw. So I think these teams have been categorized as being led by their offenses. And for Shanahan, he, his inability to come back, whether that's been because of his play calling or his quarterbacks – and I think they've been able to get past that and, and, and shown that they've been able to lean on the other side in both of their playoff games. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, in some ways, I would I agree with you. And in some ways, I feel like it's deja vu all over again, <laughs> where, you know, you're going into a game and the, the question here is going to be, um, you know, is the strength of the team around the Niners, can it make up for the seven, seven and a half points that the quarterback 
where the Chiefs is better than any other quarterback on the planet. Like, and so in some ways, it's the same thing. You know, instead of uh, Emmanuel Sanders, we have Brandon Ayuk. That's certainly a, a much um, you know you'd make that trade any any day. Um, there's some strength, you know, on, on both defenses, but there's some weaknesses that can be taken advantage of. And I think both teams can or take advantage of them. But here's the thing that I think after these two games, I was very skeptical of, and I've been very um, uh, clear about how Travis Kelsey has played this year. I don't know if he, he like took some extra athletic greens before the playoffs or what, what some fish oil, some ketones, like some alpha brain. I don't know what, but um, he has completely turned it around. And, and to me, that is the big story because you saw Sam Laporta today, a, a Niners defense that has traditionally done very well against tight ends. Laporta was very good. Um, if Kelsey has really kind of got that step back and and is on his game, like that really changes things for for the Chiefs offense. And we're going to talk about the, the spread on this game here. I think it's going to be very interesting because um, today really changed my opinion personally. Yeah, I feel like he, in two ways, like both on script, just like getting the ball to him and him getting back to having that wiggle and making like just the first defender miss to turn a four-yard carry into an eight-yard carry, but also the off-script stuff, like him and Pat, for their standards, weren't really on the same page. And in this game in particular, but kind of all playoffs, like those late Pat scrambling, finds him open. I mean, a couple incredible catches today. Like that wasn't really there either. Maybe the, the, the game off in week 18, he obviously had the injury to start the year, uh, didn't play the Lions game. Like, yeah, he, he did. He looked different. Like, you're lying yourself if you said he didn't look different. But he, he's looked like Travis Kelsey in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about the, uh, the Lions. Certainly it's up. I have resisted the temptation to look. Brad did look, but he guessed the line beforehand. So we'll give him, we'll give him a pass here. Yeah. Um, Brad, what would you make uh, Niners Chiefs in Las Vegas? Yeah, Niners minus one and a half was my thought. I went Niners minus two. All right. I have fallen into this trap before. I'm not doing it again. I'm not giving Patrick Mahomes points in this game. I'm not doing it. Uh, and I don't think I would be – I can't get all the way to three, but I would make it Chiefs by two and a half. Um, I just say I, I apps and I'm not like hedging in any way, shape or form. Like I, I literally don't understand how you could watch Brock Purdy today. The, the weather was fine. There's no weather excuse. And the Lions defense got carved up by Baker Mayfield. He made a turnover worthy throw <laughs> that ended up being a 51 yard reception. Okay. I know. I know he had some good runs. The, the Lions defense was a nightmare. Okay. And the Chiefs defense is not. And the Chiefs have a the, the better quarterback by miles. So the fact, the idea that they would be underdogs, I think, is laughable. Uh, I would make them a favorite. I'd make them a favorite of two and a half points. Um, and I think you, you would have a better time arguing me to three than you would arguing me uh, to the Niners being favored in this game. So I, I'm curious. You guys both have the Niners favored. Um, I guess why is my question. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fair question. I think if you only looked at the vacuum of the playoffs themselves, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, you know, I'm not going to say they weren't impressive today. He scored 27 on answer in the second half against a good team. That's great. But, you know, I kind of talked about coming into this game, who these teams had played, how they looked. They probably should have lost to Green Bay. I'm just trying to tether back to, you know, full season priors, all that. You know, I, like I was joking with you earlier. I'm not like trying to put you on the spot. December George 
uh, hearing January George say that the Chiefs are minus two or minus two yeah. and a half against the Niners, he'd be making fun of uh, January. December George would be making fun of January George. Yes. That's all I'll say. hundred <laughs> percent. But I, 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 the thing that for me is I feel like I can't, I have to change my, my opinion. The, the team is different. Um, and you know, I'd be, I'd be lying to myself if I was trying to kind of, you know, go back to that, that point in time. I, I feel like you, we've learned a little bit more about Purdy. We've certainly learned a lot about, you know, the Niners, uh, and, and their defense. And I think we've just learned a ton about, um, Kelsey and, and Mahomes. I, I really think that offense looks to- totally different. Um, it, you know, I know that the second half was not super impressive, but I, I thought the first half, they really should have scored. The Rasheed Rice uh, touchdown should have been a touchdown, um, which, you know, it, Mahomes should have gone over. Uh, that game should have gone over. It was really not great for my wallet um, that that didn't, uh, that didn't happen. Um, but I felt that the offense, the offensive performance was impressive to me, especially on the road against Baltimore, even though they only scored 17. Um, Arjun, have I, have I talked you off of the Niners being favored at all? Um, not really. I still think the Niners are the better team. And, and we've seen in the playoffs, like to beat this Niners defense, the, the way you beat them is by running the ball. And the Chiefs, I mean, if anyone who watched them today knew they just were pounding their head into a wall every time they ran the ball, whether it was with Isaiah Pacheco. And if they ran it with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, it was like there was no chance of success. Um, just today, I mean, they averaged a negative 0.28 EPA per play, a 33% success rate, and they just don't have the juice up front. And I mean, they could get Tooney back and that could help, but like, this is not a team that at least in the playoffs, we've seen be, be just be able to run the ball. And I do think the Niners pass defense is beatable. Um, you know, we, we thought that Kyle Hamilton and Roquan would be able to neutralize Kelsey. And then he goes off for a hundred plus yards. Um, and and so like I I I'm not like too confident in the Chiefs offense to be able to like move the ball as well in the Niners and, and be able to win at the point of attack, especially in the run game. And then on the, on the flip side, I mean, Chiefs are a man heavy team. That's what they do under Spags. And and Brock Purdy this year, I think, has the second or first best EPA against against man coverage this year. And I think that's something that as me and Judah have talked about before, is something that's stable week over week, year over year. And I think just because of the way Shanahan calls his plays. I don't see the Chiefs, you know, being able to disrupt the Niners offensively as much unless Spags is sending these insane blitzes, which causes Purdy to speed up his processing and things like that. So from a fundamental perspective, I think the Niners offense should be able to move the ball. And then I'm just not fully bought in that the Chiefs offense will be able to move the ball the way that teams have been able to move the ball on the Niners, which is on the ground. But I'm not. It's so hard for me to bet against Pat in this, and I'm not going to. I'm just. I just can't make (laughs) a favorite right now. I could be misremembering like one explosive that ruins this, but just you know, this isn't a good stat. The Chiefs did have average five yards of carry against the Bills. They were 24 carries for 146. Mm -hmm. I guess there's probably some scramble, probably some home scrambles in there. But anyway, just just throwing that in. Yeah, so it it is uh, minus two and a half. Niners minus two and a half. Uh, Money line is minus 132. Niners plus 112. Chiefs. Um, the total is 47 and a half. Uh, my immediate take here is, um, that, that I like the chiefs on the money line and I like the over your point, Brad, um, I, the Niners offense, I think will have a much better chance of moving the ball against the chiefs. So the, the, the chiefs, I, I think I, I thought it was more about the Ravens having a pretty 
even there, you saw it from the first series, and I think I, I sent this on our Slack, like the first three plays of the game, like you get the ball to start the game, and those three plays were just like, like, what are we doing here? It was like, it was like they just weren't ready to play the game. Like the, the third down is like a target to Aguilar. Um, their their receivers are still pretty pretty awful. Um, so so I definitely like um, like the over there. Mm -hmm. What are your guys' thoughts? Obviously, you have the Niners being favored, but um, betting angles on, on yeah. any of those things. I mean, I'll just say the line's already moving towards KC. It's, I think it opened two and a half. It was it was three pregame again. It was three. After the Chiefs game ended, it was two and a half after. Now I'm pretty sure I'm seeing one and a half at FanDuel DraftKings. I don't have Circa, or it's two and a half at DraftKings, uh, uh, or two and a half at FanDuel. I don't have Circa up, but um, but yeah, I think it's trending towards KC. Probably like, I, well, what do you think, Arjun? People just heard my you know opinion, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, we've got hundreds yeah. of millions of people watching us live, so um, you know they're they're compelled here. No, I mean, this would be taken as, like, making an excuse for Lamar, who wasn't good today. I, rookie Zay Flowers was the only receiver that showed up for him today, like, at all. Like, Nelson Aguilar getting the first third down target was kind of the emblematic of that entire game. Odell came to life in the fourth quarter for a couple of seven-yard, you know, crossers. But I just think that Charles Menehu's injury is interesting, and I think he'll probably play get an extended rest there. But the Chiefs did well, but, like, I think they got pressure at times, but other times Lamar was able to buy time. He just should have scrambled mm -hmm. so much more often. And we know Brock Purdy has an elite 10-yard split. So, I mean, it's, it's 95th percentile per sources. So, like, you had that cooked in. No, okay. So, in all seriousness, like, I, I think they are going to move the ball. And I think the last thing, too, of six carries for the running backs, obviously, if it's a bad game script, you'd want Shanahan to move towards throwing the ball more. But, like, we know he's not going to. And I actually think it will work in this fashion. Like, you can run – on this Chiefs defense. And I think McCaffrey, some Debo, he'll, he'll probably get his five, six carry allotment. I think the, I, I love the over in this game. I really, really do. I love the Chiefs defense. I think it's maybe the second best defense in football behind Baltimore this year, frankly, but I think they'll be able to pick their spots. Nick Bolton was in coverage on Zay Flowers a half dozen times and got cooked a half dozen times. Like they're going to feast over the middle. And I love Nick Bolton as a run defender, but he, he cannot cover. So like, I think you are going to see them attack the middle of the field. They'll break off some chunk plays. They'll run the ball off tackle and get a couple McCaffrey, Debo, 20, 30-yard carries as well. And then I just – I think the Chiefs are going to be able to pick their spots against this Niners defense as well. They got banged up a little bit in this game. You know, a couple safeties and DBs towards the end were coming off the field. You know, Nick Bosa is probably going to put Jawan Taylor in, in, in hell, but yes. I think we know Mahomes can navigate that. I, I just – I think points, 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 and yeah, I already bet Chiefs money line. <laughs> That's the big matchup that um, you know that you see on the other side of the ball. Like Penny Sewell has been amazing, um, and you know Bosa got a cup, beat him a couple of times. Um, Juwan Taylor has not been amazing. Um, I'll put this up on the screen here. He's got a PFF grade of forty nine, um, which is not great. Um, and obviously Bosa has been amazing, ninety two point five PFF grade which is uh, second among all edge rushers to uh, the great Miles Garrett uh, and his pass rush win rate, as, as many will point out. Um, but here's what, here's what the matchup kind of looks like. So there are, there are props uh, up. I'm, I'm seeing them on FanDuel. Um, some notable, and, and by the way, on FanDuel, it's now one and a half um, Niners. So clearly the, the trading desk there listening to this, this podcast. Um, Christian McCaffrey minus 185 anytime touchdown. I actually think that's kind of light. 
Um, passing yardage, Mahomes 261, Purdy is 247. Uh, passing touchdowns, Mahomes over one and a half, minus 128. Uh, Purdy over one and a half is minus 110. Rushing yardage, uh, CMC is 89 and a half, Pacheco 61 and a half, Mahomes 27 and a half. Brock Purdy, whose rushing yardage totals we talked about on Wednesday, was seven and a half, egregiously low, uh, is now 12 and a half because of that 10 yard split, Brad. Um, receiving yep. yardage, Kelsey at 66 and a half, Debo 57 and a half, Kittle 51 and a half, Ayuk 63 and a half, Rasheed Rice 66 and a half, and CMC is at 31 and a half. Um, let's see if there's anything else noteworthy. Um, but what, what sticks out to you guys in terms of um, kind of the matchups that you like here? Debo jumps out for me. I think that's the guy that's going to attack this this linebacker core. Looked pretty good tonight, like looked healthy, mm-hmm. and it was a big question mark. Thought he was fine. I might even do rushing and receiving combos if I think there's value there based on how they price it. Maybe it's not worth it, but um, he's the one for me on the Niner side of the football that I love. I still – Laporta was good, but I still don't want to overreact and, and hammer Kelsey because we know this is a tough matchup uh, you know, against the Niners for tight ends. So I guess you would in that in that spot you maybe look at Pacheco or or Rasheed Rice, but yeah, the big one for me is I, I think Debo Samuel an extra week of rest I think is going to have a massive massive part of this game. What about you? Yeah, I, I think I think Debo is the way to go. I mean, you, again, we know the Chiefs are going to play a ton of man, so like it, it really is like who you think the man beaters are, and which are are you can and Debo. Um, I think, I mean, I'm trying to think back. Like, I, yeah, other, otherwise, yeah, Pat passing over, to be honest. Like, I, I think that would be my only other lean that they just lean heavily on the pass game, especially if we, if we think it, we like the over in this game. I think Chiefs would do it by throwing the ball, not running. Um, so that would yeah. be another lean. I mean, it seemed like the, the Lions were getting anything they wanted running the football. So, you know, and I, I would assume Tooney will be back for this game. Would that be your – I would uh, think so. I would think yeah. so. And someone's pointing out in the chat, CMC did get hurt at the very end of this game. You know, when Elijah Mitchell came in, I, I think yeah. he'll be fine, but something to keep an eye on as well. But, yeah, I would imagine Tooney comes in. Also, I mean, Allegretti is a very good backup guard. He was not a problem mm-hmm. at all today. I mean, Tooney's awesome, but but anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Ayuk, you know, with all that man coverage, uh, you know, Ayuk does stick out. But those those corners have been so good, so so good for Kansas City. Um, you know, the, the Niners' run defense, it, it, they figured it out a little bit in the second half. It was pretty porous to start the game. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the thing that really sticks out to me is is Kelsey at six six and a half yards. I mean, he's got to get twenty targets on this game. <laughs> like yeah. you know, he, he has to. Um, and Brad, I, I think the passing game, you know, Holmes should have gone over today. It was a lot of, you know, kind of crappy luck and they obviously got out to a big lead and didn't have to throw the ball. Um, so, you know, that, that's where my, my head goes, uh, kind of immediately. Um, I, you could separate it super well this year, but, but I yeah. think this is going to be a really, you know, a, a really kind of tricky matchup. Um, even if even if CMC were to go into the concussion protocol two weeks, like he should be, he kind of should be back and, and in good shape. Yeah, Brad, didn't you have a tweet about Kelsey and some receiving yard like streak he had? 
he's had 70 plus receiving yards in every playoff game since 2020. He's literally, <laughs> and he's averaging like 95. <laughs> like, yeah, I know yeah. he's not the same guy for sure. He's not, but still it's been se- at least 70 in, yeah. Ev- in 12 games in a row. <laughs> 66 and a half. I, I, it's unacceptable. Like yeah, it, I think. if you, I, I'm sorry, but if you have not, if you've been watching the playoffs, like there's just, this is a, he's, a totally different guy. I have no idea. Like, I, I would assume that he's going to get drug tested here tomorrow. Like, I would be, wouldn't be surprised if I were the NFL. I'd be very curious. Um, I don't know if you, you know, visited Balco Labs or, or something, but uh, it totally different guy. So, 66 and a half feels super, super short. Um, I mean, like, Drake Greenlaw and, and Fred Warner are fantastic, but I mean, Kyle Hamilton's been fantastic this year. Roquan's been fantastic this year. Those guys had no prayer. So, I just, I don't know. I really think that the the Niners in this game, like Nick Bosa is going to have to have an unbelievable game. Like he is going to have to turn Jawan Taylor. And I think it's very possible because of how bad Jawan Taylor is. Um, but but that to me is like, you know, they have got, and Chase Young is going to, I think, gonna have to show up a little bit. Um, that That's that's like the pathway here, right? Because, I mean, the one time that, that Mahomes has lost the Super Bowl, that's that's the way it happened, right? If you do not get a, a immediate pressure on him, I just I don't know. Especially with how the uh, the Niners look today, I just I see a very very hard for um, anyone to slow him down. I think one thing that you mentioned that jumped out, and Arjun, you had a question uh, jump in, but Mahomes one and a half over one and a half touchdown passes minus one twenty eight. Like that's we've seen that uh, like around even money on his two and a halves, you know, a couple months ago. And if we're going to talk about Kelsey's different, he is the Chiefs still, as long as they're not on the goal line, they still throw at an insanely a rate so much higher than everyone else from, you know, three yards and and 15 yards away from the goal line. Like they're looking to uh, run those pick plays and and do all, you know, all the stuff they do, uh, which either works or it doesn't. But I would just put the passing touchdowns at that point. You might not get any like bombs to MVS or whatever, but you're just going to get a lot of like red zone goal to go passing. I think maybe even play it that way. Yeah. I also, I mean, I have a prop I love. I haven't seen it posted yet, but I mean, the Miko Harvard under is like yeah, just running it back. Don't see that. Snap. Dude. Okay. So he had, I, I and I saw this play. He had one snap where he got used in motion where I think he like motioned from outside back in then he like circled back and he was literally just a decoy once I'm pretty sure he just played one snap at just the perfect the perfect play it was like 12 and a half bet MGM I again I told people to take the alt under 0.5 I don't know what odds you can get for that but that was surgical and so if that opens up for the Super Bowl I mean just know that that's a multi-unit play I am uh, I'm interested in a couple of, of rushing props. So I mean the Niners the, the Niners' weakness is is the run game, uh, run defense. Uh, Pacheco's been solid, sixty three and a half. Um, you know, not not a crazy number, uh, but <laughs> I like Purdy a lot at twelve and a half. I clearly had to run in, in this game today. He can, like he can run, but you mentioned the man. You know, why did we like? Pretty rushing in this game, the man coverage, and the nine, uh, the the Chiefs are going to play a ton of man coverage, um, and, and those guys are sticky. So, like twelve and a half, like is absurd to me. Um, I just, I don't think that's 
um, taking into account the fact that he has a 99th percentile or 95th percentile 10 yard split. I think, yeah, I think it's a good shout. I think it's a very good shout. Spags is going to send pressure, try to throw yeah. him off and, and get him, you know, confused, whatever. Plus, you know, script wise, maybe if they're down, he scrambles more often. I, I like the Purdy one a lot. Yeah. Um, seeing some movement here. I haven't seen any movement on Kelsey. I remain firm in my love of that. Actually, I've seen Rasheed Rice. He's now at 67 and a half. BMC receiving has moved up um, ever so quick slightly. You, George, quick, quick thought for the Kelsey before you move on. So there's also, I'm seeing on DraftKings, a prop for just most receiving yards in the game by any, any player. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's plus 370. Um, you have Ayuk, just go through a couple of them. Ayuk plus 170, heavy favorite. Kelsey plus 370. Rasheed plus 380. Kittle four to one. Debo five and a half to one. And like McCaffrey 18, et cetera. Look, obviously, he probably is going to lead the Niners in receiving yards. But if you think Kelsey's going to get his 80-plus allotment, like, you know, the Niners spread the ball around. You never really know. If I didn't catch the ball off of Amazon Kindle, uh, Vildor's fate, <laughs> at the goal, he will probably have, what, like, 40 receiving yards tonight? Yeah. I might just play it that way with the Kelsey line. Yeah. No, I love I love that, actually. And you you're, you're, don't have to pay any big for that. So, honestly, I might just bet that right now. That's right. That's a, yeah, that's a great bet. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. What, what did you say those odds were again? Plus 370. Travis Kelsey did the most receiving yards in the game and submitted. Where, where are you saying? Uh, DraftKings. DraftKings. Uh, receiving props. It's all they have up right now, actually. Okay. Yeah, I don't see that on, on FanDuel. That's uh, that's delightful. Um, <laughs> I like that a lot. Especially the way the Chiefs have played defense, right? It's like they, they have been so sticky. Yeah. Um, not allowed a lot of, uh, of big plays. Um, so that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, 262 and a half, uh, honestly, 247 and a half for Purdy. I, I, it really is hard for me to see this game, um, being super low scoring. Um, but obviously been wrong before. Um, CMC anytime touchdown now to minus 200. I would assume that'll only go up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you'll have to not play, not score a touchdown. Um, and Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns is now minus 144. Uh, question that, or something someone in the chat said the Niners' biggest issue is actually their offensive line. I think the interesting thing, and I would agree that, that that's probably true, that's their biggest weakness. Yeah. But if you look at the Chiefs here, like I actually think this is a very good matchup for the Niners because the Chiefs, you know, Chris Jones, really the only guy you have to worry about. Um, Feliciano's played well you know, inside. Um, now, obviously, you can't, like, match Trent Williams up, per se, you know, with with Chris Jones, obviously. But you only have one guy that you're really worried about at all. Um, so I, I actually feel like this is a decent matchup for for the offensive line um, for the Niners. What do you guys think? Kurloftis will give, what's his name, McKivitz a little bit of trouble, but I don't think it's the worst matchup. I watched McKivitz because I thought he was a free agent. He's not random tangent. So I watched a ton of his film, <laughs> and he ends up – he's not even a free agent. He, to me, is better against, like, George Karloftis type rushers. Uh, he loses to bend and stuff around the edge plenty. But Karloftis is a power rusher. He actually had a very good game tonight. But, um, yeah, no, we, I think we would agree. We talked all, all year about their line. It's more just Purdy. You saw both ends. of You saw Purdy being phenomenal at times, navigating pressure. And then you also saw him running into sacks, uh, like, in, in that, that late drive down in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you, though, George. I, I Like, 
Chris Jones is the one guy who consistently wins one-on-one that you're worried about. The rest of the guys, like, yeah, Spags will dial some stuff up. You'll have nickel blitzes and whatnot, but uh, I see it the same way as you. Yeah, I would agree. Um, what's the, uh, Arjun, in your opinion, what, what's the biggest concern from the Chiefs' perspective? Um, I still just – it's the secondary receivers. Like, if – if the Niners do decide to double Kelsey and, and put Charverius Ward on Rasheed Rice, like how I, I wouldn't feel confident in any of any of the Chiefs receivers to step up. I know MVS has had a good last couple of games, but like you're, that's just kind of like a fluky play. Justin Watson only had like two catches today. So, yeah, I think the secondary receivers matter. And I remember like and this is like not really answering your question, but like, I remember last year we all were like, Oh, the chiefs run defense is bad and Eagles Mm -hmm. will be able to run all over them. And that was, I mean, everyone was talking about the chiefs run defense is so bad. Like Lamar is going to run all over them. And, and he, I mean, he didn't go over his rushing prop and and the, the Ravens had to, for whatever reason, we're in a super pass heavy attack today. So they didn't take advantage of that. So like, even from a, you know, I, I think like, a, a weakness of the Chiefs, which from a statistical perspective is their run defense. Like they've always been able to turn it on in the conference championship and Super Bowl. So I know that doesn't really answer your question. I think the main answer is yeah. I think their secondary receivers are are still pretty bad, and Andy's really been just finding ways to get Rashi and Kelsey and Pacheco the ball as much as possible. So I think I think that's still the biggest thing that the Chiefs have to worry about. Brad, what do you think? Yeah, I see it the same way, but I just feel like we've kind of talked about that. <laughs> like, I agree for sure. It's just like you get a couple key plays. Again, you had the MVS catch tonight. Your boy Justin Watson had a nice little snag. Like, I, it, it does cause problems, but Ambry Thomas was the guy who was down at the end of the game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just – it doesn't concern me as much as it probably should. I just feel like Pat is Pat, and he'll find a way. <laughs> and to be honest, like, MVS has actually strung together two – decent games where I was very vocal on saying that would, there's no way he would be able to do that. He had one good game um, and managed to have a second one um, in, in, uh, in this matchup. I just think the dynamics of the, the offense change so much when Kelsey is making plays. Like it's just, it's a totally, it's a completely different offense. Um, Rasheed Rice actually had a, a route today that was more than 10 yards down the football field where he like clearly won. Um, and if he can do that, you know, that that's going to be um, definitely an issue. I just think that the real, the, the Niners have to, they, they have to cause havoc up front. Like that, they, they absolutely have to. Um, the, the Ravens were unable to do that. Pat looked super comfortable. Um, I just, I don't understand. I don't see a way that they win this game unless Bosa um, absolutely goes insane. Um, I just think, you know, obviously if, if Kelsey gets hurt or something like that, but if, if he continues to play the way he's played, Rice continues to play the way he's played, they use Pacheco as a receiver a lot. I think they will continue to do that. I think it's a smart play. Um, you know, he's another one of their athletes and they get the ball too. So, um, you know, short of giving Mecole Hardman the, the ball, I think the biggest weakness for for the Chiefs is over there at right tackle, Juwan Taylor. And um, like, like this could, you know, we talked about this, I think, um, with uh in the first matchup honestly between these two teams where you know bosa is a decent bet to be you know super bowl mvp because if they win the game it's because he you know he absolutely dominates um he has to he has to like javon hargrave like where's that guy been it's a good point (laughs) point. 
<laughs> and Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young is a whole different cover. That guy got roasted on Twitter, though. I decided to leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, him and Josh Reynolds, they both had a, a tough one. Uh, <laughs> Niners, minus one and a half on FanDuel still. Uh, minus 118 on the money line. The Chiefs, plus 100. So if you want, you can still bet Patrick Mahomes as an underdog in the playoffs for now a third straight week. Arjun has been clear to take that uh, time and time and time again. Um, Travis Kelsey is apparently 23 to one to win MVP. Uh, I need to find where the MVP odds are. I don't know if you guys have them up. Uh, I'm looking here they are on FanDuel. Uh, MVP, Mahomes plus 130, Purdy two to one. CMC plus 430, Kelsey 23 to one. Pacheco 39 to one. Ayuk is 55 to one. Samuel is as well. Rasheed Rice 60 to one. Kittle 90 to one. Chris Jones 110 to one. Nick Bosa is 120 to one. At Nick Bosa has the same odds to be Super Bowl MVP as Sam Darnold does. Um, which I where think is seeing, where are you seeing that? This is on FanDuel. I would go bet this immediately. I would bet Bosa and Kelsey immediately. You're telling me, yeah. and like this is me like galaxy braining. Like you're telling me Taylor. Yeah, here we go. Exactly. Like if Travis Kelsey catches two touchdown passes in this game, they're yeah. gonna literally like give him a second award on top of the MVP award. Just, just like I would bet give both of right now. <laughs> they're gonna give him a Grammy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love both of those. Um, yeah. Arjun, your thoughts? Uh, sorry, I kind of zoned out. Which which two did you say again, Brad? We we liked Kelsey twenty three to one and Nick Bosa one hundred twenty to one. Yeah, Kelsey, I can make the argument for. I'm curious what what the argument for is for Bosa is because I feel like the argument for Bosa is that if the Niners conditional on the Niners winning this game, okay, I just I don't see a path to them winning the game without doing something to Mahomes. Like you're, if Mahomes sits back in the, in the pocket and is unencumbered, then the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Like I just, I don't. Yeah. Brock Purdy is not beating Patrick Mahomes unless Patrick Mahomes has some sort of, you know, deficit that he has to overcome. Um, and yeah. and the, the biggest advantage that the Niners have, I think, across the board is Nick Bosa. You see it on the screen right now, Nick Bosa versus Juwan Taylor. Now this set last year, we said the same thing about Andrew Wiley and Hassan Reddick, and they had a amazing game plan. Nick Bosa, better than uh, Hassan Reddick. But so, so just to be clear, I made the same bet last year on Hassan Reddick. It was like, I want to say 65 or 71 or something. It was like 80. Yeah, it was good. It was up yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but I think Nick Bosa a little bit better. So, Arjun, that's my thought, is like if the Niners win this game, how many ways can they win it unless someone does something to Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, so okay, I get that point. Um, I guess like my thing is with Mahomes and his sack avoidance, like how many chances is Nick Bosa really gonna yeah. get? And so in that case, I I feel like I'd lean more to like a Fred Warner where like he takes a pick to the house or he forces a fumble, where I feel like Mahomes mm -hmm. is more suspect to making mistakes to those kind of players, like the linebackers or safeties. Mm -hmm rather than the D lineman where he's usually evading pressure. But I could totally see what you're what you're talking about. And I mean Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor are both privileges at tackle. And I think you know there's definitely a chance that they he smokes one off the line and gets a strip sack. Um but I think there's more I think it's a higher likelihood that someone like Fred Warner has a higher impact on this game just because of Mahomes' pocket presence. Mm -hmm. Fred Warner two two hundred and thirty to one. 
I think that's a great call out, right? Like, um, you know, you mentioned, so let's say that Nick Bosa wins consistently against Juwan Taylor, but does not get any sacks, right? Because of the, you know, but it forces Mahomes, Mahomes makes, you know, some sort of, you know, throw that he shouldn't have made. Who's going to take advantage of that, right? Is it a Fred Warner? Um, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, that, that, that. And further on that, I think you would then like, I'm, I'm just all narratives here. Like I think Fred Warner, even if he doesn't have a pick, like I think you probably do need like a pick or something like that. But let's say Travis Kelsey has two catches for 19 yards. And it's like, Uh because Fred Warner has this incredible coverage game where he's, he's covering Kelsey a ton. Like that's, you know, that's kind of the angle there. Yeah. Kelsey Ooh, 23 that. to 1 is still my favorite. It's bet from Jay Scaff. Yeah, t- Kelsey 23 to 1, I already bet. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the, the NFL is going to be trying so, so hard. So yeah. hard for that. Yeah. He could have um, one catch for one yard of touchdown. I'd be like, I like, I like where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good shout. Chiefs record first sack, minus 120. Um, this is a, a tale as old as time. Um, I also, there should be like a total sack number um, at some point here. Obviously, there'll be a ton of props and many will drop um, later on. So we're just kind of covering the ones that are that are available now. Um, but there, there will be plenty of ways to kind of bet on Mahomes' sack avoidance, which I think will be exciting. Um, you can also bet, so on FanDuel now, they have first drive results uh, as well. Um, those are all up. Um, first half spread now also up Niners are minus one and a half, um, plus one fifteen in the first half, first half total. Um, where is that? Should be I really like this, this prop that's on the screen. Chiefs to, to have first of the first sack. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I could code something up to look how often that happens for each team, but. That's a pretty good. I mean, Niners are for whatever reason like have they're minus one twenty five and Chiefs are minus one twenty, so I don't really understand that. But I guess I feel like I want to go in the data first and see like who who which team it happens to first, and maybe we can go from there. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like that. Yeah, um, I don't know where that uh, is. Um, it's on DraftKings. It's on draft. I don't see that. Um, that yeah, Arjun, I agree. Like you should, we should dive into it. The angle, I think, really is just like betting on Mahomes sack avoidance. But mm-hmm. all right, uh, should we do a quick recap of bets um, we'd like, uh, and then we'll be we'll be back obviously on Wednesday and uh, discuss props in more detail. Brad, I'll start with you for sure. Yeah, uh, I'll roll with. Um, Kelsey MVP twenty three to one, lock it in, uh, and then the overstall at the same price. You already missed the boat on the Chiefs. They're now minus one hundred five on DraftKings on the money line. Uh, so yeah, I'll go the over forty seven and a half as well. Um, wait, so sorry, Red. You said over, and did you say the Kelsey one? Actually, give me the Kelsey plus three seventy. It's, oh, yeah, it's plus three sixty it now. Yeah, plus three sixty now to lead the game there in receiving. Yeah, yeah. moving markets out here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I wait, George. Can you go real quick? I'm I'm, I'm always done with this code thing. I'm yeah. Um. I uh, the Kelsey Kelsey to me is is the the obvious one. So whether it's over sixty six and a half, 
Um, if you want to take some of the results, uh, that's where I would look as well. It's 68 and a half uh, right now, so it has gone up. Uh, so I would I would grab it. I mean, this is going to go. I would say it closes like 77 and a half. <laughs> like there's just this is he's getting 20 targets in this game. Like he 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 might retire after this game. He is going. They're going all out. Um, so I, I really like that the plus 370. Um, I think that you know the total is is compelling. Um, I really like Purdy over 12 and a half uh, rushing yards, especially with the man heavy Kansas City um, offense. I think you mentioned Debo. Uh, Debo, I think, is interesting. Yeah. That number has moved up uh, already. It's 59 and a half. Um, so those are the ones that, that really stick out to me. And I thought Arjun, your shout on. Um, on uh, on Fred Warner was really interesting. Uh, Two hundred thirty to one, I think, is a uh, an interesting shot. But I'll say this: like, I think getting Mahomes as if you can get him at plus money to win a game in the Super Bowl against Brock Purdy. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I just feel like you're an idiot. Sometimes it's not complicated, right, George? Some, yeah. Sometimes betting isn't that isn't that complex. <laughs> the better the the better quarterback by like an absolute country mile. I just, I don't know. He's played in so many Super Bowls at this point too, that it's like, you know, it's, it's getting to that. Um, it's getting that Brady point where like, he's just so comfortable in these situations and it speaks volumes because the game, they're able to lengthen the game and, you know, they're never out of it because they just have so much calm and so much confidence uh, throughout the game. Um, so yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it's a point. It's that simple. On that Arjun, point, George, real quick on that offshoot, what number is your max limit to where you're still betting Chiefs live money line during the game? <laughs> what's the What's the spread? What's the you know the differential where you're still probably putting some cash down? Putting some cash down. Yeah, um, I think anything under twenty. <laughs> I was gonna say seventeen. <laughs> yeah, under anything under twenty, I'm probably still betting it. Um, because here's the thing: the Niners with a lead are not letting Purdy throw the ball. <laughs> right? No, Shanahan, no chance. No chance. Shanahan is now. Here's the thing: like Shanahan has now been in this situation. This would be this would be the third time, right? So he obviously blew, you know, the twenty-eight to three game as an offensive coordinator. They were up ten with Jimmy G against Mahomes and blew it. Um, but none of those times he had Christian McCaffrey. He is going to give Christian McCaffrey the ball every single time if they are up by two scores. You can you can bet on that. Absolutely, Arjun. What are your favorite bets? Yeah. Um, so I just I just ran some quick code. So I, I do I do really like the Chiefs' uh, first sack in this game. It's minus one twenty. Uh, this year, the Chiefs have gotten the first sack. If my code is correct. Uh, 13 out of their 20 games, including today, the Niners have only done it in 10 out of their 19 games. So the implied probability or the, the season long probability on that favors the Chiefs. It's happened uh, 60, 65% of the time. And the implied probability by minus 120, I, I didn't really remove the vague, is like uh, 0.54. So, you know, it's, it's happened more than the odds are implying. So I really like the Chiefs minus 120 for a sack. I think it's only up on DraftKings right now, but I'm sure it'll, it'll be up uh another books later in the week yeah i, I love that one um that one at DraftKings. shout out to um 
want to make sure I get this right. Jay Scaff, who, yep. who called that out. Um, huge sure. fan of that. Um, the, the question that everyone is asking, um, and you should be, um, is the national anthem. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so. Who's uh, thinking it, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, Reba McIntyre is singing the national anthem. Now, we have some experience with country singers singing the national anthem. Um, the, the national anthem syndicate will be making a return. Um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do that here on this podcast. A lot of research goes into this. I don't see a line up for that yet. Um, hopefully it's up by Wednesday uh, when we meet again and, and we can discuss. But needless to say, I'm reading a lot or, or watching a lot of Reed McIntyre <laughs> singing on YouTube uh, over the next couple of days. Um, Melbourne in the chat believes Reba's going under. But we don't know what the number is yet, so let's we'll see. Can I just say um, really quick, because I just Googled that to start doing some YouTube analysis. Post Malone is also singing America the Beautiful, what? which is just so, like, just picturing Post Malone, just, like, face tats from his, like, eyeballs to his chin, singing America the Beautiful. Like, it's, 2024 is a beautiful place. Okay. <laughs> like, just as high as can possibly yeah, be. Yeah, just the most stoned guy in the, st in, in the entire state of, of Nevada. I love it. Actually, I think, yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. That's perfect. That's Vegas in a nutshell. It's perfect. America the Beautiful Song by Post Malone is what Vegas is all about. Um, yeah, it'll be good. I, I just, I, I had totally forgotten that the national anthem, we get to bet, it on, bet on it in the Super Bowl. So um, we'll be back on Wednesday night. Um, hopefully we've got some, some additional props out, including the national anthem for now. Go grab some of those before they shoot way up. I would bet, what do you guys think? Let me just ask you this. What do you think Travis Kelsey's uh, receiving prop is when we talk on Wednesday? 74 and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good number. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just for shits and giggles, I'll go 77 and a half. Um, there it is. Chiefs, Niners, Redeem team. We'll be back on Wednesday night. Thanks for hanging out. Love y'all. Peace.